right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we this evening? Marlo, I am sore. Uh-oh. Yep, I uh, had a birthday party today. Uh, went out and uh, went to the ice rink, did some ice skating, and uh, body wasn't ready for that. Body's not prepared no. for that. <laughs> Feet hurt, ankles hurt, back hurts. Um, probably because I was trying to haul and teach two little kids how to how to skate. Uh, but uh, yeah, not great. Uh, are you a big ice skater, Marlo? Ice skating, man. It's been a minute. Um, but yeah, once you once you do, it's if, if you haven't right. It's like anything. If you haven't skated for a while, if you haven't done it in a while, once you get off of it, it's like whoa. What are those muscles that I've never used? Before? Yeah. Oh. Um, so I totally get it. I have the problem of. This is a sick brag, but I can never find the skates that fit me. Yeah. Right? So if sure. I do go, I'll only last like, you know, a little bit because my feet, I have to stick my foot into something that doesn't fit. Because yeah. I come all the way to wherever we're ice skating, right? Because it's always a whole thing. Sure. And then you'd skate, they don't fit. And I'm like, oh, my toes hurt. Yeah. No, my toes definitely hurt. It, it's <laughs> just, it's it's brutal. I'm hobbling around. Um, yeah. So that's. That's not great. So uh, coming to you a little bit, coming to you a little bit sore, Marlo. How uh, how are you doing? Did you have any any bad falls? I had one fall. I was uh, so uh, my daughter uh, did have skates on. She just had boots, so I would was holding her arms as we like mm. skated, and she would just you know have her feet on the ice. Uh, I had one fall there as I tried to kind of turn and clipped her boot with the, her boot kind of came out wide, yeah. and I clipped it and lost my balance and you know lifted her up and fell down on my back um maybe why the back hurts a little bit uh <laughs> so she was fine everything was fine but it was very 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 uncoordinated and uh Whoops. probably probably pretty risky but it was just the one uh but then towards the end it was just a f- kind of like a free skate right so community yeah. free skate so by the end the ice was all chopped up and i could barely like glide at all you know, there were a couple like professionals out there you know still figuring yeah. it out but not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm just right. chunking along. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, will I do it again? Someday, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, man? Oh, man. Not as much as always. You bring the thunder and I can't. Oh, yeah. It's exciting life I have. <laughs> I, can't, I can't back it up. <laughs> best, thing I, best thing I did this weekend is made, made a, a pot of chili, one of your favorites. Oh. So that's uh that's what i had on my docket dude i had a chili fail last week it's Uh-oh. extremely embarrassing not to steal your thunder on the chili <laughs> um i made the chili and i forgot to put the ground beef in it what like i i just didn't do it i i was you know you know life is you have 20 other things going on yeah i just didn't do it and then we're sitting at the table we're eating it and <laughs> someone says this is this is missing something. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like I didn't even I didn't even get out of the fridge. I I don't know. Huge fail. So hopefully yours. Or you just play it off like, oh no, this is uh I decided to go vegetarian. No, I just was like, <laughs> I can't believe I, I was just shocked at myself for this colossal failure. Um but yeah, so that was that was last week. Yours probably, you know, you probably remember all the ingredients in yours, I yeah, assume. Got them all. Got nice. them all. I'll save you a bowl. What a show off. What a show off. Um, yeah. All right. Big chili. Good stuff. All right. Let's get into it, Marlon. Start uh, as we always do with volleyball. Yes. We did it. National champions. Yeah, uh, Badgers 
defeat Nebraska in five sets. Um, was that just last night? That was yeah, just last night. Just last night. Long weekend. Ice skating takes forever. Um, yeah. Last night, uh, winning, winning in five sets. Um, I guess with the last three years with the uh, Badgers getting to the Final Four and now winning the National Championship, every tournament I get surprised by how into volleyball I get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think the reason I don't stay into volleyball as you know I do with other Badger sports is it's just not on, <laughs> yeah. unless you have Big Ten Plus, which is insanely expensive. Yeah, um, it's just not on. And then finally, when I get get a chance to see it, and obviously Wisconsin being good is part of why I'm interested in it. But uh, uh, when I get a chance to see it, get a chance to get invested in uh, Wisconsin volleyball, it is a lot of fun. And I guess finally, you know, not like I'm, like I said, I just show up for the tournament. Essentially, uh, finally pays off, and they win national championship model. Yeah, five pays off. Wisconsin's first volleyball national championship. Um, to your point, I think women's volleyball is fun to watch. Yeah, it, it is. Just, it is. It is just a fun. It is just a fun sport to watch. I, you know, the only time I see uh, like males volleyball is in Olympic time, and it's yeah. not as fun. Um, no. co- this collegiate volleyball is is really fun to watch. In the atmosphere there, I think it was a record. Attendance for a volleyball match. I don't know. Was it a record for, for volleyball or just the championship? Either way, it was a full Either house way. in yeah. Columbus. Uh, the crowd was it was electric, and it was just. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get into it, but the the games, the volleys, the the just the tension, the excitement, like it was all there. You were just on on the edge of your seat the whole game. Yeah, I think both the Final Four game against Louisville and the National Championship game against Nebraska, both were just fantastic games uh, and great play on, on both sides, and that really, really helped. Uh, both were really close, uh, tight games, and I think really helped from the enjoyment standpoint. And, I mean, for fans there and watching at home, the momentum plays such a role in these games, and just to see the fans going absolutely nuts when their team goes on like a two-point run or you yeah. know takes a lead back in a set, and they're just like, one guy's jumping up on like a table and cheering. <laughs> it's like that was a little bit much, but like that's the atmosphere you get at these where like the the sways of the game happen so fast and it's so significant. The feeling it's not great for me at home because I'm just stressed out the whole time, no matter what. <laughs> but. But it's a lot of it adds to the excitement and adds to the adds to the joy. So let's dive into the uh, at least the championship yeah. match. I, I I just I guess when I went through the championship match. Um, when I went through this, the semifinal was uh, a little bit of a distant memory. But we'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about that. Um, what did I, I wrote down MOP now. I don't even know what it means. What are player? The any player? Most outstanding player of the tournament uh, in yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I totally dropped uh, that acronym. So. Uh, championship game starts out in the first set, and Wisconsin just comes out kind of flat. Like I don't know if they were nervous or weren't ready yet, but it came out flat, and it just gave me terrible flashbacks to was it two years ago when we played Stanford in the national championship game, and we just got yeah. rolled. Like we it just rolled. was. It was like we got there, and I was you know this was that was our first Final Four. Um, it was like least, we hadn't lo- we had lost like one to. set all season, yeah. And then they stand. Well, not all season, all tournament. Sure. And yeah. I was 
I just had flashbacks to this. And I was like, oh no, not not again. So that's where my, that's where my head was at. And then the second set, which is probably the best set of volleyball I've ever seen. Um, Wisconsin gets down early. I think they were down like thirteen to seven, thir- something like that, like five or six points uh, midway through the set. Uh, dig down thirteen to seven. I wrote it down. I, I was looking away. I didn't even say I wrote it down. Thirty to seven. Uh, come back to win thirty-one twenty-nine. Uh, saving four set points in the process to get that win. And I, I mean, a much needed win. I, if they go down in that set at any of those four set points, I mean, it's over. They're not coming back from two sets down against this Nebraska team. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a hell of a, that's that second set was a hell of a, uh, what they have like, I think, would they have six different match points at the end there? Four. Or, or four. Set points. Yeah. Four? You yeah, yeah. said that already? Sorry. Yeah, four, yep. Um, but, yeah, just the, the flow back and forth. That was, I think, yeah, at that point, after the first set, we were flat. And then the second one where we kind of we kind of gave it back, being able to go, knowing that if we went down, there was there was really no coming back from that. Um, yeah. We just, just needed it. And that's, I think, not only from a momentum standpoint, but from a, a confidence standpoint in the team, if I'm going to talk, yeah. like I'm part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> but... But a confidence standpoint of, all right, you know, we got this one and now we can settle in and start playing our game. Yeah. Badgers win uh, the fourth set, um, excuse me, the third set, go up two sets to one. Uh, Nebraska comes back and wins the fourth set. So it's tied two to two going into the fifth set. And Wisconsin just jumps out to a huge lead in the fifth set. I was nervous going into it. Our team obviously wasn't. Jumps out to a huge lead. Uh, holds on to that lead a little bit of a run uh, from Nebraska when Wisconsin was at like 13 or 14 got it a little bit close uh, but then Wisconsin wins uh, when a Nebraska player Stevenson Severson whatever sails it out of bounds Badgers come out and celebrate but wait oh guy no they don't uh, on the most absurd um, challenge. They say it was touched. It wasn't touched, Marlo. It was not touched. The, I don't know. Yeah, the 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 challenging of of volleyball. I get it, but like those those touches when the ball's going so fast in replay in slow mo replay that it's just it's literally a blur. Yeah, and you can't tell what is what. I don't understand how they overcall anything like that. Yeah, usually it's. I mean. On the touch, no touch. It's usually pretty obvious. You see a finger move. But they had to zoom in and go frame by frame to the point where we were seeing pixels. And I couldn't even tell what was a finger anymore yeah. in the replay. And I think they were just like, yeah, that's, you know, we don't know. So we're just going to say it was touched, even though there was no way you could say it was. It didn't make any sense. The ruling on the field or on the court was it wasn't touched. And uh, Dana Retke said in her post-game interview, because they said, or she touched it. She's like, there's absolutely no touch there. <laughs> she wasn't letting it go. Uh, so then they have to clear the celebrating Badgers from the court. Nebraska gets to serve again. Another set point. Uh, I, I don't remember the score. I think it was like 15 or excuse me, 14, 12 at that point, 14, 13. Um, so Nebraska had closed the gap and then Redke just ends it with a authoritative, authoritative spike. Uh, to end it. And then they get subbed again this time. There was no doubt. There was no challenge. It was for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole uh, celebration and then kind of calm yourself back down 
to to play again. Kudos to them. What a jerk move by the coach with that challenge, but you did what you had to do. <laughs> yeah, very annoying. Uh, uh, Redkey, as I mentioned, she won, uh, I guess, earlier in the week, won player of the year, first Wisconsin player ever to do that. In this game, she had 13 blocks. Uh, Wisconsin as a team had 24, which is now the, the, the record for the national championship. I think the record going into the game, they or during the game, they said it was 16. Did you hear that, Marlo? Did you catch yeah, that? Yeah, it was around like 16, 17. Yeah, it was no more than 20. Definitely not more than 20. It was not no more than 20, but I was really hoping Redke could get it by herself and get to, <laughs> I think it was 16. Uh, maybe it wasn't, but for whatever reason, that's sticking in my head. I really wanted her to get there by herself because that would have been awesome, but 13 blocks by herself, absolutely amazing. Uh, they, they showed during this game the the uh, hit stats or hit percentages, and they were way down for both teams over normal years because everything was getting blocked. It was crazy, especially on the Wisconsin end. Uh, 24 new record. I mean, it seems like that's going to be hard to hard to be broken. They were all over. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and what a celebration it was. Um, afterwards, uh, you know, the sediment there was like the, the you know, it was a seed and senior laden team, laden yeah. team. Um, a lot of them had the chance to, you know, kind of either move on or, or do other things, and they all came back for this reason. So a lot of emotions there, more so than you would. I, obviously, there's emotions when you win a championship, but mm-hmm. uh, it seemed that this group had this mission, like you said, for the last had uh, been in the Final Four three the last four years uh, to, you know, come come together and really and just close it out the right way. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, you mentioned all the seniors, but there was. One non-senior who's shown in this tournament, um, Anna Schmreck won uh, Most Outstanding Player, a uh, freshman who probably wasn't even going to play until uh, there was an injury that kind of forced her into the rotation. She had a 20-kill performance against Louisville in the semifinal, <laughs> hitting uh, an insane 70%, and then led all hitters in the title game with 14 kills on a 429 hitting. I mean, she she's 6'9", and she looks all of it out there. Um, but had an amazing tournament coming on at the end and really providing the offense uh, in the semifinal and final to Redke's defense, as it were. Yeah, 6-9. I don't think I don't think they told us that more than 300 times. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, I'm not going to get any announcers. Uh, right, last <laughs> shout-out I have, Horn Barnes, uh, the libero, uh, had... I didn't find any stats on it. I didn't look too hard, to be fair. Um... But she had an insane amount of saves. So many of, if it didn't get blocked in the title game, uh, Lauren Barnes was able to get to it, it felt like. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. She was all over the place making these obscene obscene saves. Um, So shout out to her. Not that she's listening or whatever, but I just wanted to point out her performance as well. Um, Because it's, you know, not the sexy stats, like the kills and the blocks. Yeah. He's got saves. Way less sexy in, uh, in volleyball. There we go, Marlon. We did it. We did it. National champions. Um, and I, I you know, just look at Spreck and say, who knows for next year? <laughs> who knows for next year? All right, Joyce, you getting, uh, you getting all the swag? You going to get some shirts, hats? I do kind of like the, um, the shirt that has... Uh, the volleyball on the bottom, but then the capital on the top. Mm, yes, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. So, so maybe. 
I did not price them. I didn't see how much they were. I just saw the pictures of them. So. <laughs> That's right. You know, what all comes down to. Yeah. All right. Uh, more volleyball? No, that's it. Congratulations, ladies. <sighs> Fantastic season. Way to, way to close it out the right way. So fun. Um, all right. Well, let's stay on the hardwood, as it were, uh, and talk some basketball. Badgers uh, with a midweek victory over Nichols. Colonels. <laughs> 71 <laughs> Um And I guess we'll just start where the game started the first half. Mm-hmm. Another half to forget, Marlon. Yeah. What the bleep, man? Um, just yeah, same idea. Well, we were missing Johnny Davis. Sure. Yeah. Missing Johnny Davis should be noted, but either either way, they again coming out flat, low low shooting percentage, um, just not able to make shots, create shots, and and some of these were just misses, straight misses, bunnies. Yeah. yeah. Um, that they couldn't go through, and it didn't seem like the defense quite had. I mean, Nichols, Nichols, I forget the player. I'll look it up here, but it couldn't seem to stop the uh, the one on one play by some of the right. Nichols players. Yeah, on defense, it just seemed far too easy that they were getting to the rim. I mean, uh, and on the dribble, on the dribble, which you just don't see from a Wisconsin defense. I. I don't know if the on-ball pressure wasn't ready or the on-ball defense wasn't ready for it or we weren't helping fast enough. I think that might have been what it was. We just weren't, you know, as I kind of think back to it now, we weren't aggressive enough to help out. Um, In that first half, Badgers go into the half down 37-28. And I guess as I sat there, I go, okay, I've seen this from Wisconsin, right? Yeah. We've had bad... Um, bad halves, and specifically in college basketball, you see kind of underdogs like this kind of come in, have a half, and then come out in the second half, and the second half is is different. So I was kind of still holding out hope from all those things. Um, and I guess it turned out to be true, but it, it, when this half started, it still didn't feel like it because it, for the first, uh, I don't know, 10 or 5 minutes or so, it seemed like, okay, it's still the same. But then Marlowe pulled off one of the Greatest reverse jinxes of all time. Yes. Yes, um, I was going to say. Sent you a text. Yeah. Well, sent me a text says, is this really happening? Uh, I think we were down 11 in the second half at that point. And then I don't think, I think uh, Nichols I said, didn't score. Is this score. really going to happen? Yeah. And they <laughs> didn't score for like six minutes. Yeah. So good job by you, Marlo. Thank you. Thank you. It was all part of the plan. It was all part yeah. of the plan. Yeah. I think I sent one like... Essentially, this is all BS. I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> like, they're just making the like they're just getting every, wherever they want to go. We can't make anything. Um, comments. Uh, so I was I was like down in the dumps. But then you know the reverse jinx did work. Uh, Davison got hot-ish in the second half. He led he led the way with 19 points, which I guess you kind of need him to do with Davis out. Wall chipped in with 12. Other than that, no other players in double figures, although you got a bunch at nine. Uh, Neath, Hepburn, Vote uh, in there at nine to help add up to that 71 points. So in the end, did enough. It's closer than it needed to be. Even in the kind of the dying minute, it seemed like, you know, we, we let them have an opportunity where there maybe shouldn't have been. Um, 
So disappointing against a team you were favored by what? 17? Yeesh. But escape with a victory. And yeah. uh, another one that you, I guess if you're looking for a positive spin on it, they found another way to win a game they were down. It would be the positive way to look at it. Obviously, the negatives are pretty apparent with the, um, you know, having to be in that position to, to right. a team you were favored and by. And we talked about, I, I thought this would be the one that, well, obviously Ohio State weren't able to come back, but, you know, it's no excuse against a, a nickel. Like, a, we're, our program is at where they're at. Well, this shouldn't, this shouldn't have been the game that it was, um, but it is what it is. And getting off to these slow starts and having to run back is not, it's not a, it's fun, right? As long <laughs> as it works, well. yeah. As long as it works, but it's not a recipe for success, yeah. right? Um, so this, it's still, it's still worrisome. Uh, I th- like have an entire half <laughs> of where you're not really fighting your rhythm. Like it's not just a, you know, it's just not a, it's not a drought here and there. It's a whole. It's like an entire half, and that's yeah. that's very worrisome. Well, it's not even. I mean, yeah, you're pointing to some offensive boys. I think it's more on the frustrating part is the defensive end because that seems more effort, that seems more engagement, that seems more like things you should be able to control that they're not. You know, yeah. you can't always make your shots fall. Sometimes, you know, you can get unlucky with that, but on, on defense, you should have that effort. You should have that intensity. Maybe that was the word I was looking for. Uh, and it just seemed like they lacked that in uh, Nichols, they lacked that against Indiana. Uh, and then in both cases they picked it up enough, but hey, maybe just do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's my suggestion. Maybe just do, do that all the time. Do it all the time. Just, just play really good defense all the time. That'd be great. Thanks. Um, all right, Coach Casey. Next week, uh, we only got one game. I guess we'll wait till uh, finals are over. They'll play Morgan State, and then uh, that's it. That's it. A game. I, I didn't see what we were. For. We're favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's finals week. Uh, I don't see. Do I see a line? No, but good chance to win. Hopefully, Johnny Johnny Davis will be able to play. That's my expert opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it was, it would uh, be uh, better if you could deal. play. Right. Yeah, it, it is definitely much better you could play. And I think, really, um, obviously, this game was a. What should have been a good game for those other players to get some run, uh, get a feel for the offense, and be ready to go to you know when Johnny comes back. Obviously, he is the focal point of our of, of, of he's the focal point on the offensive side, but still, he's one of those players. He's not going to be able to do it all by himself. So they take the advantage to. Feel the play without him. Someone having someone step up. I mean, Davison stepped up, and as he should. But you just want to see someone, one of those other guys, right, come out and uh, and step up on that on the offensive side. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's been Bowman a couple of times. It's been vote mm-hmm. uh, in um, the Indiana game. I see that. Crawl really struggled in in that game. As I'm looking at the stats, he really on the defensive end as well. Just gotta figure that out. All right, any other All basketball, right. Marlon? No, that's it. Badger All basketball. Right. Let's move on to football. Um, signing day happened. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin had we, a. We're gonna do our signing day special, but something's gotten away. Yeah. 
it was on the list of pods we were totally going to do. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then not to. Um, I guess compared to recent years, compared to expectations, a pretty poor class for Wisconsin overall. Um, ranked 43rd. Naturally, I got uh, this up on uh, 24-7 Sports. Um, 43rd national, 11th in the Big Ten. Um, but a, I guess, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, the complaining there, Marlo, or do you want me to give my glass half full side of it? Um, let's go complaining first. Okay. Then I'll let you have the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Draft classes, I don't... I mean, draft class. I mean, uh, recruiting classes. I can't get... Especially as a Wisconsin fan, right? Can't get too deep into it. Um, just kind of glance at what positions what positions we get picked up. Take a look at the highlight tape. Sounds and seems pretty good. And then just lock away the name from there. So when they do come up, you know, kind of be like, oh yeah, I remember him from his highlight tapes. But I think I did get the chance to see uh, who's the quarterback? Miles uh, was it Burkett? Miles Burkett? Yeah, Burkett. Burkett. There you go. Yeah. Solid quarterback. Uh, excited to see what what he has to bring mm-hmm. um, in the coming years. But besides that, I mean, it's your pretty typical Wisconsin recruiting class. And I know that I've read. Well, that's that's all I got. How about that? You go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess <clears throat> the complaints uh, I kind of alluded to with the rankings, eleventh in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, in the conference that has ten teams, it's tough to be eleventh. But that's where they are, uh, and I guess my, my only comment to that is that's based on recruits uh, or number of recruit total ranking value or whatever. So each recruit is assigned a ranking by these sites, uh, and then you add them up, and then your ab your 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 total your sum value is what it's ranked by. So we're eleventh there um, because we have a small class and. From my what I've read, we have a small class because we had so many players come back for that fifth or sixth year or whatever, that additional year. Mm. I don't know if that's true or not. That's the, you know, I don't know if we've had more than other other programs have. I'm not sure. But by the number of recruits uh, signed, you know, we had a total of 12, which is the least in the Big Ten. So, oh, that's not true. Oh, no. What am I even looking at? We had a total of 14. Excuse me. That's tied for the least in the Big Ten. Uh, I was looking at a different a different column here. Um, so that, uh, obviously, what he's pointing to, if you sort of by average rating, we're sixth, which is still not where you want to be, but that's where we are. Um, I think getting uh, Isaac Cam on signing day, uh, he is hopefully going to be I guess I got really excited when he signed because I think he can be kind of the next edge rusher, perhaps. Um, and you also you highlighted Miles Burkett already. Um, so other than that, it's kind of the same three-star Wisconsin-type players that we you know hope have in the past turned into better. So a disappointing sign day, I think, by a you know if you're just looking at the numbers, but um, I think. Still optimism there. This was the takeaway. I'm, I'm choosing to believe in optimism <laughs> in it. So there we go. It might be a little naive, but that's where I stand on it. 
And we'll see. I think this yeah, is the early signing period. Good. There's still work to do. Um, there's the now uh, much more commonly used transfer portal out there. So we'll see if anything comes in that as well. Awesome. That's recruiting. There we, we go. Um, as much as we follow we it. it. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. All right. All right anything else? <laughs> no, that's, that's it. All, that's it. All those kinds of stuff, I think. All right. All righty, then. Um, should we move on to the NFL? You bet, Marlo. Let's right. do it. Let's talk. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk NFL. Uh, All right. Bears play tomorrow, so yeah. we talk about the Packers. Uh, your favorite, Marlo. Your favorite talk yeah, about the Packers. Yeah, my favorite. I'm so angry Pack- about this game, by the way. You're angry at the game? Yeah. Why? Go ahead. Go over your... I'll tell you why in a minute. Go okay. ahead. Tell, well, I have a whole list of things. I don't know when know. you're going to just tell, jump in with your anger yeah, at some point. Yeah. I'm just going to jump in with my right. anger at some point. Right, I'll be prepared. All right. <laughs> Packers win by the slimmest of margins, as Wayne Larvey would say, uh, winning 31-30 to 30 over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, this Ravens team... Well, okay. Let's talk about the end of the game. I'll talk about the Ravens team. All right. End of the game. Uh, Packers are up... 14, what was it, 31-17. Um, I guess bef- even before that, uh, they had a chance to go up, uh, add four points to that, 18. <clears throat> uh, but Rodgers misses. Uh, Lazard in the end zone. Have to kick a field goal, go up only 14. And then they employ a prevent defense. Guess what, Marlo? The prevent defense doesn't prevent anything. It prevents you from winning. Once again, just... Uh, I... I don't understand what the hell this defense was doing. They forgot that Huntley was mobile. Uh, they let them throw under the whole way down the field. And it's like when there's, what was it, seven minutes left in the game, six minutes left. It doesn't matter if they score in three minutes. There's plenty of time. Just make a stop. Just play defense. So frustrating. Um, so the Ravens come back all the way back from 14 down, uh, score a touchdown, get an extra point. Drive down with four, scored with 42 seconds left on a Hundley sneak. Um, he scored the previous one, I should mention, uh, the first touchdown that I alluded to. Um, the Packers only had 10 players on the field. Not not great. <laughs> not a great not look. Great. Not good. Um, Hard to stop people. Yeah, especially when he just runs to the side where that edge rusher should be. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's not a guy over here. I guess I'll just... I guess I'll just run that way. Thank you very much. Because uh, that's what freaking happened. It's unbelievable. Uh, but the Ravens do score to make it 31-30. to 30, And in typical John Harbaugh Ravens fashion, they go for two. And uh, they run a rollout. Huntley rolling to the right. Throws it towards Mark Andrews, who the Packers finally decided to cover on this play, despite not doing it the last two drives. Uh, and... Make the stop, win thirty-one to thirty. This is so stupid. It's so dumb. I get it. You're. I mean, so those things. Okay, like you kind of get the analytics. You're at home. You go for two. But don't you learn your lessons? Like you did hardball. You lost. I forgot you played. It wasn't that long ago. You did the same thing. Ended up losing that game. And it's like you. you just, the defense was playing fairly well at the end of the at the end of the uh, end of the half there end of the quarter just take the field goal take your chances i don't understand i don't understand what's the big thing and it's like and on top of that on top of that even if you'd go up one 
there was still what forty two seconds left yeah. or something. That's plenty of time for uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. To so you at either way you got to depend on your defense. I don't know why you just don't go for the tie. Yeah, yeah. It's forty forty two seconds left uh, on the clock. Packers had one timeout. Yeah. Um. So. Going for two, like so, I get it, I get it, but I don't. And you can argue the decisions. I just, it's really annoying when the decision, the argument turns into analytics versus non-analytics, and it's just like that's just, just let's talk about what the decision was, if it was a good decision, as you're saying, like you're the way you're framing it is the way I would like to talk about it. Instead, it's like, well, he just does analytics, but you know, blah blah. It's been three games in a row now that they have lost because they've gone for two at points. And haven't gotten it. So three weeks ago, they tied, or, or excuse me, they were playing the Steelers. Similar case, they went for two, didn't get it. Last week, they were against the Browns. They were doing the comeback, and they were down fifteen and went for two instead of going instead of making it a one possession game or something. I can't remember exactly. They ended up losing by two, and now this week. So it's been three weeks in a row where they've made choices to go for two. And haven't executed it and lost three games in a row. So at some point, you got to sit back and look and go, okay, we understand his reasoning for making the decision, but his results have been crappy. And he just kind of gets a pass, I feel like, because it's like, oh, he's being risky. Oh, he's following the numbers. So therefore, we can't question his decision to go for it. Well, when you fail three times in a row, and now your team, if the season ends today, isn't in the playoffs. Maybe we should be able to criticize you. I don't know. Maybe we should question that decision making. Instead, it's just like, oh, analytics, or, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't understand it. John Harbaugh's a great coach, and I guess maybe that's where I can segue into next. But, like, that's three weeks in a row of him making the wrong decision and his team losing. I, I don't know how else to put it. And he kind of, it, seems, it feels to me like he gets a pass for it. Maybe pass is too strong, but it seems like. Too many people defend his decision making that has not worked out three times in a row. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It's at what point are you like, okay, that's cool. It says that, but obviously it's not working. And it, um, with the two times before, and especially in this case, you have your I don't know backup quarterback in. Yeah. In this decision, he played great. Just, but... Yeah, he played good, but it's I don't I yeah I don't know. Someone explained analytics to the other day. It was like, I forget. I don't know if it was an announcer or, so, or somewhere else, but it was, you know, basically like, yeah, all those numbers are based on, you know, averages throughout, but not situational average, right? Yeah. So the, you know, going for two or whatever, that's not this, in this situation, is that is that a true analytical, is that a true analyzation of, of what's going on? So anyways... Not to get into an analytics argument about <laughs> arguing analytics, but um, but yeah, I just that's the part. It was just, it's just frustrating. I don't I just don't understand why you don't take that. And that's but that's also why I'm not paid millions of dollars to yeah, well, um, coach the football team. Get paid millions of dollars to lose games. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of why John Harbaugh does get the credit though, is he has this Ravens team who are down 15 in the game, backup quarterback. I mean, injuries throughout. And they somehow stayed in this game when they really had no business yeah. being in it. Uh, in my, I mean, 
up until that fourth quarter, it felt like they had no business being the in the. I shouldn't say no business. That sounds so dismissive. Um, but they play well. They play hard, and they find they found a way to get back in this game. As it seems, they're finding ways to get into or stay in most of these games. So, just to I think John Harbaugh should be criticized a bit more for his decisions. Not not from an analytical, not analytical standpoint. From just from a I guess I'm not trying to play the results, but like, hey, at some point, maybe just do get it, make a two point conversion, and then we can talk. I think they're two for eight now in the season. It's not great. That's not great. Um, On the Packers side, uh, I guess we'll start with the good. Um, Aaron Rodgers ties Brett Favre's career record for touchdowns. Uh, He should have had the record, but again, he overthrew Lazard on a a pass he he normally makes. Uh, It's not fun watching Taysom Hill play quarterback, Marlo, just so you know. (laughs) It's not fun. Um, A throw he normally makes would have broke it. I think he's at 422 touchdowns, I think the number is. And it's just really uh, insane. I mean, I know you know this. But to go from a quarterback who throws 422 touchdowns to a quarterback who throws 422 touchdowns for your team is insane. Care to comment? Yeah, yeah. so cool. Um, <laughs> feels so bad for everybody. That makes no sense. I hate it. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Congrats, Aaron. Yeah, so Way to go. So the next pass will... <laughs> We'll break that record. Um, I guess staying on the positive, and more good news for you, Marlo. Uh, Packers have officially won the NFC North somehow. Seems way too early for that, but here we are. Uh, they are NFC North champs, so congratulations. Cool. Clinch the playoff spot. Awesome. Congrats. Right. <laughs> uh, the big negative of this game, uh, aside from the prevent defense that doesn't prevent anything, uh, is the special teams once again an absolute disaster? Um, it, I guess, it wasn't it wasn't a disaster in the way it, as it has been in other games, but it was still extremely extremely frustrating. Um, most notably, uh, late after the Ravens score, Packers have a three and out or whatever, have to punt, and on the punt they get a delay a game. Yeah, that was bad. What? Like, what are we? What are we doing here? Like, it is, it's these basic execution things. And let me tell you, even after the failed two point conversion, if you don't think every Packer fan was nervous as all hell on that onside kick with this special teams, I we were all waiting. We were all waiting for uh, it to be recovered before we exhaled because. This special this special teams unit has found a way to screw up in so many ways. Uh, it, I don't I don't know how that I don't know how that changes in the midseason, and and you can't go to the playoffs with this uh, anchor around your neck. I don't know. I, I don't, the team's been good enough on the you know two of the three other phases of the game to outcome it, but man, it's really becoming a week by week thing. Um, Anything you got on the Packers, Marlo? Um, no, I don't. I'm surprised that the they kept on the graphic on the red zone efficiency. Yeah, maybe I, that 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 part surprises me. Uh, they seem to be maybe it's just the last couple of weeks, but it seems like they've been fine in the red zone mm-hmm. um, that I've watched. And then, yeah, the, the the special teams are garbage. 
Um, mm-hmm. We talked about that too last week, but I don't know. I'd be worried about. I'd be worried about the special teams. I think you're fine in the red zone, um, and it's the. Oh, what does it say? Coming coming down the, coming down the stretch there, they found a way. The Ravens did found a way to you know get the ball back, keep 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 Aaron from getting first downs. Um, a lot of pressure and a lot of pressure on him today too. So I don't know if those are, are blueprints or, or whatever they are, but you know, use it looks like the Packers are going to be the number one seed um, going throughout, so they'll get that by, but. At this, you know, at the same time, what I think there's a couple, there's a few things like they they look very good. There's a few things that would give me, would keep me up at night if I was a Packers fan. I'll just say yeah. that. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially, I just can't get over mm-hmm. how bad they've been on special teams. Um, next week, Packers play the Browns. I, I didn't write if it, where it was. I just put verse Browns, which usually means. <laughs> I got it right, but uh, or that it's at home, but I don't know, so I'm going to check quick. Mm-hmm. Quick click in research departments on it. Don't worry, Marl. Um, next week is versus the Browns on Christmas Day, three thirty. So I'll be back home by then. Okay, cool. That's nice. That's nice. Christmas. Christmas, Christmas Day. <laughs> also, NFL on Christmas Day is the John Madden documentary. All Madden. Yes, I'm pretty, I'm I don't pretty, know if you know. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to record it and watch it later. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm not, not going to watch it watch like it. live on Christmas Day. Right, right. Gotcha. I, I will. I will record and watch it later. Um, but I'm very excited about that. Um, all right, uh, Bears. Uh, we mentioned Vikings. How are mm-hmm. we feeling, Marlo? Going into it, do you care? Well, I mean, where are you at? Um, I mean, I care. I could say I don't care, but then the kickoff's going to come. And I'm going to care, and. MX, I don't know. I don't know if excitement is the word. I'm just, you know, around this side of year, you just kind of take stock in what's there and what's not going to be there in the in the next season and see where that goes. Um, I didn't check the spread on this. You have the spread on this game. I don't. I didn't put it up. I can get it. Um, but I'd be, you know, maybe pressed to see. Uh, the Vikings will find. A, I mean, the Vikings will yeah. find a way to hopefully mess this up in the fourth quarter. But we can do that too. Yeah. So this is like the battle of who is going to mess up less in the fourth quarter. I uh, am seeing Minnesota as six and a half point favorites That's in Chicago. That's a big spread. I'd be. I would. I would. Fe- I'd feel better about the Bears' end of this if the defense is playing better than they are, and they're not. No, right? The defense isn't what it is or should be. No, As you would expect it to be, right? Yeah. Or am I just? Not. I mean, I yeah. Khalil Max out, Keem Hicks is out. So there's. Is Keem Hicks out again? Uh, he was out last <sighs> game. I don't know if he's going to be back. I, th- I think he was questionable. Um, so we'll see if he's in. But those are big. Those are kind of big plugs in. Yeah. In the defensive line that they rely on as part as the anchor of the defense. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay. Well, I'm rooting for you, Marlo. I got I got it. It'll be another night where I'm rooting for the Bears, and all right, I can't wait. I'm really excited about it. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> all right. Well, after that, the following week, I guess next week, um, you will go to Seattle. Yeah. Um, so 
I guess we'll get a better idea. I didn't uh, of what um, where Seattle's at. I don't even I don't even know about the Seattle team anymore. But uh, any expectations or thoughts going into Seattle? They're sitting at five and eight. They they lost the 49ers last week, right? Am I losing my mind? No. Oh no, they beat the Texans. Who lost the 49ers? Whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, they beat the Texans five and eight. Falcons lost the four downers last week. I don't know why I thought that it was the Seahawks. Different bird. Different birds, yeah. Mm. Um, all right. I, oh, I forgot. Um, well, the, talking about Seattle made me remember mm-hmm. this. Uh, we got a lot of games the next two days. So not only do we have yeah, uh, Vikings-Bears, we have I, – I didn't write it down, so I don't have it in front of me. The Browns play tomorrow, right? Yes. And then we have Seattle Rams on Tuesday and Washington. Who's Washington playing? Whoever Washington, whoever they're playing <laughs> on Tuesday, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, some uh, yeah, some football, midday football too. Isn't like one of those kickoffs at like two o'clock, something silly. Midday, yeah, midday. the Monday, the Monday game, the Browns game on Monday is early. I don't know if it's two. The two two ones on Tuesday are at seven o'clock, which I think is a mistake. Why aren't those staggered? Why are they both at seven? Eagles. Washington's playing the Eagles. I remembered. Oh, that's right. I didn't yeah. even look it up, Marlon. I just remembered it. Nice. Because I, I remembered this is how I remembered it. Because I know people want to know how I remembered it. Um because I looked at it and I said, well, maybe if they're both West Coast teams, but no, they're playing the Eagles. The Eagles are an East Coast team. They can play at five East Coast time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Seattle or LA and the other one, they should play later. What like, what are we doing here? Come on, NFL. Get, Come on. Get, get it together. Oh, here it is. Now it just popped up on the screen over here. Raiders Browns <laughs> at four central time. Vikings Bears seven. And then the other two games at six on Tuesday, Washington, uh, Eagles, uh, Seahawks, Rams. And then Thursday night is Four Niners Titans. There you go. That would have been helpful. NBC, like thirty seconds ago. God. Gosh. Darn it. Can't can coordinate these things. Uh, you know who's most pissed, I think? Who's that? Oh, I forgot to put this in uh, the rundown. Shit. College Bulls. Oh, yes. College Bulls. College Bulls. I was going to do the College Bulls, uh, the podcast we didn't do. it. We were gonna, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So let's, get, let's do it now. Are you ready? Oh, boy. Okay. How many do we got? We got too many. <laughs> Way too many. <laughs> Hold on. We just got to get through next week. What's next week? Through the 26th. Okay. Will this be fun? Hold on. Let me let me figure this out. <laughs> One, two, here we go. three. Podcasting four, on a fly here. Five, six, seven, eight. All right. We're not going to do it. It's too many. All right. All right. We'll pass. We'll get it next time. All right. No, let's do it. All right. Ready? Oh, my Here we go. Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act. Old Dominion versus Tulsa. Who are you rooting for? Mm, Tulsa. Tulsa, probably green uniforms. All right, famous <laughs> Idaho Potato Bowl. Kent State yes. versus Wyoming. It's the blue field, isn't it? Um, you got to go got to go with Wyoming. I like Wyoming in uh, Idaho. I think that's by Wyoming, right? I think so. Kent State probably has to travel farther for that. Yes. I like Wyoming in that one. All right, Tropical Smoothie. Sounds nice. 
Cafe. Wait, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. UTSA versus San Diego State. I have no idea. Who San Diego State. Yeah, Ladanian Tomlinson went there. I'm going with that one too. Yeah, we're agreeing too much. This is terrible. <laughs> it's one of the many reasons this is terrible. <laughs> All right, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Missouri versus Army. Who? Wait, who's Lockheed What's Martin? Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Okay, Missouri versus Army. Army uh, coming off the loss of Navy. I, I go with Army. Gotta go with Army. What are, what are you, not a patriot? Then ridiculous. We're going with Army. <laughs> Frisco Football Classic, North Texas versus Miami of Ohio. Let's go Mac. Miami of Ohio. Okay. I'm going to go North Texas because you picked Miami of Ohio and I had no other reason. Uh, <laughs> Union Home Mortgage, Gasparilla Bowl, uh, UCF versus Florida. UCF versus Florida. Oh, I didn't yeah. see this matchup. Uh, Florida's not good. I've watched it a couple times, but there's UCF really, but I want to say UCF. I'm still thinking going back to their national title year. Yeah. Um and having that in my mind, but I guess I'll go UCF. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go UCF so we can print the print the t shirts. <laughs> Union Home Mortgage Jasper LeBull champions. Hang the banner. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Got a couple more here. All right. Yep. Uh December twenty fourth. Easy post Hawaii Bowl. Uh Memphis versus Hawaii. I think Memphis is going to have to travel farther. I, I think so. Um, I'm going to have to go with Hawaii on this one for having that home field advantage. I'm going to go with Memphis as long as they wear those ugly gray uniforms. <laughs> I really don't like those gray uniforms they have. I don't do they wear those all the time. I'm not sure, but I don't like them. All right. Tax Act Camellia Bowl? Camellia Bowl? Georgia State versus Ball State. What? Mm. What? <laughs> I guess I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't realize that their ball state was D one. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Well, you think I'm gonna go ball state because I have. I'm pretty sure I have the memory of when uh, Wisconsin played ball state and I went there when I was little. So I'm gonna root for ball state because of that. All right, there you go. Also, Mac, I think, right? Are they Mac? All right, no, a couple more, Marlon. We got to get through this. Yep. Wait, yep. no. Are we done? Oh, we're done. Thank God. That was oh, it. We did it. All right, we did it. That Georgia State Ball State game is on uh, Saturday on Christmas. So if you don't want to watch the Packer game, Marlo, you can watch that one. Write it down. All right, there you go. Yep. All right, a couple of back to the NFL <laughs> <laughs> after that quick detour. <laughs> uh, other note I have is stop gathering on other teams' logos uh, at the mm. center of the field. Uh, the Titans did it before the Steelers game and then lost. <laughs> less yeah. embarrassingly, but yeah, true, true. Less embarrassingly than was that Vegas? Yeah, Those yeah. The Raiders that did that, but yeah. What's okay? I, I just don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get the whole. Hey, let's let's just go in the middle of here, and then the other team just getting mad that people are standing on top of said logo. I mean. I can see like, hey, Raiders, um, Chiefs because they're division rivals, right? Like what Titans, mm. Steelers, like what? What? Why are we doing this? Doesn't make sense. Only gives ammunition to the other team. Um, I don't get it. Stop doing it. Coach Casey says stop doing it. It's not working. Right. Done. Uh, uh, 
All right, last thing uh, I got here is I di- it's got to be the additional playoff team, right? Because we have seven teams now. But it just feels so jumbled in that so many teams are so alive and we don't know. I think it's a combination of two things. One okay. is we have we don't have like the thirteen and one, twelve and two team at this point, right? Yeah. Yep. And what's <laughs> that guy doing dumb for this? Hilarious. Um like the Chiefs are ten and four and they're they're in first. And the additional playoff leave more teams in, but it feels really jumbled. Doesn't it feel like it so much could still happen? Yeah, still so it's coming down the wire and jockeying jockeying for position. It can change in a heartbeat. Uh, running the running the scenarios. I think is, everyone gets their 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 big whiteboards out now. Like it's um like it's election time. Yeah, uh, going running us through the numbers of where the people where teams are at if they win or lose, um, and going from there. So it is definitely a tight like race. Like the in the hunt graphic is really big still, which usually yep. by this time it's it's dwindled down. Uh, you know, say something for what is the extra playoff spot. Um, probably has a little bit more to do with that, but yeah, here we are. Playoff or getting you know clinching playoff spots. Yeah, and I it I, it just feels more jumbled. And I I look at all the NFC teams. Maybe this is because my team's in the NFC, and well, yours is too. But you know, I look yeah. at it and I just go, you know, I don't wanna, I don't want to play any of these teams in the playoffs. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to play the top six teams in the playoffs. Even, but then I go like, oh, Washington football team's right there in the seventh seed, and like, could something go. weird happen? I'm like, God damn it! I feel like something weird could happen. <laughs> so I feel like for the Packers, or I mean, it's obviously so paramount to get uh, that buy, but it just, God, it just feels like the the fact that the Ravens by losing today fell out of the playoffs seems crazy to me. That they're that they're not there. Um, maybe it's not as jumbled as the NFC. Washington's six and seven. It's just very strange. All right, I don't know. I thought I had that better thought out in my head, but then it's jumbled, Marlo, so it made me all confused as I tried to talk about it. All right. So there we go. Well, anything else coming out of the jumbled brain? Um, no. I mean, no. yeah, but okay. <laughs> not anything we did talk about. All right. All right, then. We'll, uh, we'll keep it moving here. We'll get to what everyone has been waiting for, everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. All right, Marlon. Tough uh, result for Liverpool today. They draw at Tottenham, two to two. Uh, and I guess I say tough because uh, they felt like the better team. They took a two to one lead, and then just had a absolute gaff by the goalkeeper Allison. Uh, just totally misplayed a through ball, slid but didn't slide at the ball and, and missed. And Son just got an easy equalizer. And then minutes later, uh, Andy Robertson gets a red card on a hard challenge. But I don't know. I don't understand how the hell that's a straight red card, uh, especially when Harry Kane. I mean, we, you have the juxtaposition of early in the game, Harry Kane went into a slide, studs up, and got a yellow. And VR didn't look at that. But Vieira comes in and looks at this where, yeah, Robertson swings really hard and probably didn't need to do it, but that's why you have yellow cards. I mean, he just he kicked at the ball. The Tottenham player put his foot between the ball and his leg and got kicked. That's a yellow card. I, I, I don't know how it's a red. Uh, so a disappointing <laughs> draw. Um, 
we're about we're halfway through the season. I think I saw we're through eighteen games, which would be halfway through. I know there's uh, not quite halfway through. Uh, next game will be halfway through. There's thirty eight games, not thirty six. I thought too when I wrote halfway through. Um, but <clears throat> with Chelsea also drawing today, um, City now sit three points clear. Uh, they beat the pants off somebody today. Doesn't matter. Uh, they won. Uh, they're three points clear of Liverpool. Liverpool's three points clear of Chelsea. That's how the top of the Premier table looks. As we go into next week, there's no games until Boxing Day, which is apparently some sort of English holiday. Don't know what it means, um, but it's the day after Christmas. Day after Christmas, Liverpool will kick off your uh, day with a 6-3 game against Leeds. That's who Manchester City beat. They beat no Arsenal beat Leeds. Who did freaking Man City beat? Oh my God! I don't know. Whatever. Um, and then uh, probably the best game on Boxing Day is Manchester City versus Leicester City. Battle of the cities uh, should be uh, should be a good one. Hopefully, we can see Man City drop some points. That's what we'll be rooting for, Marlo. And that is your corner kick. There it is. There it is. Corner kick. Way to bring it, Casey. Did what I could. All right. So let's. Uh, we're gonna finish up here with some throw-ins. Uh, there was some boxing. There was a boxing last night. Did you uh, pay for the pay-per-views? No, no, uh, I did not. I think the last two pay-per-views I helped pay for were with you, and they were horribly disappointing. So I'm kind of out. I'm kind of out on paying for pay-per-views, but I didn't <laughs> see this. Uh, but I saw the replay, and um, Jake Paul knocked a guy out. Right? Yeah, knocked him out. Nice right hook went straight down. Boom. Is Wilder was down. Is uh, is he a good boxer now? Do we have to? Is that where we're is at? That it is? Does are we mean? respecting? Are we respecting Jake Paul yet? Um, I think you gotta. I think you gotta respect him. You gotta pay some respect to his name. I think at this point, until like I know he's not. He's not like he's not fighting like the world champion, right? We get that, but. He's fighting real people in there, <laughs> and uh, until I think until he loses, because I don't. It's not. It seems like he's getting progressively better fights, right? It's not yeah. as, or maybe I'm getting his brother and him mixed up again. They're not as comical as they used to be, or as for show as they used to be. Comical might not be the right word for show as they used to be. I think. Um, for so entertainment I think, only. Yeah, so I think until he gets beat, you got to kind of give it to him. Give him a little bit of respect, begrudgingly. Yeah. Begrudging respect. You don't have to like <laughs> it, but I think you got to give him a little bit at this point. All right. What else happened in the boxing world, Marlon, um, on your pay-per-views? Undercard, we had uh, former NBA player Darren Williams, for Illinois yeah. star Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus Frank Gore, who uh, a couple of weeks ago we both thought he was still in the league. Disappointing um, that he's not. Yeah. <laughs> disappointing. That but, so great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Darren Williams, Darren Williams won a split decision. And wow, what a, what a match. There was some pushing, there was some shoving, Ooh. Uh, there were some good hits. But yeah, Dar- Darren Williams also pronounced that it's one and done. Uh, he's he's going to go out with that one win. And and that's going to be his boxing career, because he is quote unquote too old for this shit. 
What? <laughs> Nobody made you box. <laughs> I don't. How did this happen? How did they fight each other? Like, what was there a story? Did they did they have beef, or they were just like, "Hey, we're still kind of in shape from our playing days." How did this happen, Marlo? I think when I so I didn't look into it, but it sounds like Frank is actually wants to box, and then they just had this opportunity with this undercard, and Darren wanted to train for it. But yeah, I don't know. That's it, and apparently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how this became about. It. I just it just came on my radar <laughs> through Twitter. I was like, what? Yeah. Is well, going most of on? these things are like, uh, I feel like are some sort of like personal beef or something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just boxing. You just make up these beefs. How old is Darren Williams? Uh, I mean, like 39, 30, be. No, he's not going to be that old, and it's going to make you sad when he's not that old. God damn it! Shut up. He's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. All right. Well, at least I'm younger than Darren Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I am also too old for boxing. <laughs> I, what are you, you're thirty-seven. You're like, you know, what would be fun to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do boxing. This. Let's do let's that. Do that. that would let's be fun. You know. You know. Uh, coin collecting. No. 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 That would. You know. Still, uh, photography. No, no, let's pick up boxing. That'd be fun <laughs> in our oh, Frank, Frank Gore's out there. Fine, good yeah. for him, man. Good, good for Frank. Maybe he's just. I'm looking at your <laughs> Frank Gore's a lot taller than I thought he'd be. <laughs> wow, okay. I don't need to watch any more of that. All right, cool. There we go. Boxing happened. All right, boxing happened. Uh, pay per view. We'll get it next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If there was a way we could split the cost but watch it separately, right, I would right, right. possibly do it. But I'm not going to pay you know the whole thing by myself. That's fair. Um, breaking news happened, yeah. which has been talked about, is it? But Urban Meyer was Yo, fired. Yeah. It's fired. Uh, he was fired. Game 13 made 13 games into his his first season as NFL coach. Um, yeah, just just didn't work out. Turns out, turns out, huh. if you go to NFL, you can't just out athletic everybody else and be called a good coach. Yeah. Oh, you uh, also can't apparently kick your players. Yeah, a lot of kicking going on this week. So, um, but yeah, it's. it's I mean, what a train going, wreck! It going bad, or as far as on the field performance wasn't like surprising to us, right? We we didn't right. see how this was going to happen. Uh, on the field as as a successful NFL coach, but I am legitimately surprised by how big of a train wreck, how by how absurd all of these stories are. I'm a bit surprised by that. Also, incredibly entertained by it. <laughs> yeah, and it just keeps rolling. It just keeps it just keeps coming out, and it's. Um, I mean, it, it. I feel like it. It's really hard to get fired. Not even the whole in your first year. Not even, not even make it through the whole season. Yeah, uh, I feel like we could make it through one season, <sighs> at least, at least. But depending on the kick, team. But can I kick people? <laughs> kick people. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my fa- the kicking one is the most absurd. <laughs> uh, 
But the one where he, if, if this is true, it is absolutely hilarious, where he calls his staff together and calls them all losers <laughs> and makes them defend, defend their resume. resume to him yeah. as if he didn't hire all of them is <laughs> the funniest thing. That would be so hilarious if that, I mean, some of it has to be true. I don't know if the whole thing is true, but like that is a hilarious thing to do <laughs> as a, yeah, you just hired him. Like, you're 17 games into this. You hired him over the summer. What is happening? Oh, <laughs> so funny. It's so absurd. You know, the uh, the last absurd thing I'll mention. He uh, apologized. Did you uh-huh. see this? I did. Um, To Jacksonville. Like, what? Like, to the city. I. T- there's been a lot of like talk from the owner, which I kind of get, but also from Urban Meyer about like like doing it for the city or like the values of the city or this sort of thing. It's been very strange. And his like apologizing to the people of Jacksonville is so mm. bizarre to me. Yeah, this whole situation is weird. Uh, I just feel bad for Trevor. Feel bad for Trevor. Yeah, put in a bad situation. It's going to be hard to recover from this during his career, but, you know, good luck to him. Uh, and Darren Bevel is taking over as interim head coach. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. They, good for him. I put a lot of points. I didn't put a lot of points. I put two points, but I put my faith in the Jaguars in my confidence pool to win mm. because I thought they were going to play their asses off to – yeah, to F you, Urban Meyer, and uh, yeah. it turns out they're just bad at turns football. Out, <laughs> turns out they're not good at football. <laughs> well, I sent you the thing, was it last week, where um, another Urban Meyer thought that just popped in my head, um, where Sean McVay is doing the, yeah, you know, here's this play from some random game yep. or whatever, and he just remembers what happened. He just knows, and... The counterpoint to that was Urban Meyer saying, you know, this guy's been getting more snaps. I forget who it was. I think it was a defensive player. Um, and, you know, he's coming along. He's getting more snaps, and he hadn't – he didn't play that game. He didn't play the game in which Urban Meyer was asked that question and answered <laughs> that he's been getting more time. <laughs> and just the juxtaposition of those two blew my mind and just yeah. clearly not not made out for this Urban Meyer. So he's going to go back to Fox? Be on TV probably. Uh, yeah, and then he'll. I mean, he's not going to go out like that. So he's definitely coming back to college, coach, something somewhere. Uh, yeah, but probably not. I don't know. Not this go round though. No, like you said last night, it's probably too late. Yeah. Um, but he'll just use again this opportunity to travel around and pick his next job after being host. So. He's actually okay on TV. I don't hate him on TV. I mean, I dislike him in general as a person but <laughs> like <laughs> but it's yeah anyway uh yeah Herb Meyer good job by you yeah what a thanks for the memories man thanks for the memories uh <laughs> all right um last up in uh do you the do you care category yeah uh our boy billy the uh, the uh, O line recruit from Wisconsin ended up going to Notre Dame. Um, apparently, he did an interview 
as part of an interview with I don't know who. Uh, as part of an interview with them, had asked the question, um, you know, why he chose Notre Dame. Uh, essentially saying that, and I'll paraphrase, he just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to work his ass off all year playing for peaches. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. So, uh, you know, this was it was put on Twitter. You can imagine the reaction. Um, I think we talked a little bit about it last time, but having Billy throw throw shade out there is, do you care? Um, Wisconsin's never played in a Peach Bowl. <laughs> I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's dumb. Uh, do I care? Uh, so first of all, it was a no. In, in general, no, because... I don't really care about the the reasons. I mean, they made their decision that they think is best for them. If they want to play for Wisconsin, they want to play for Wisconsin. If they don't, they don't. That's fine. They're eighteen year old people. I, I don't want to say boys because that sounds condescending, but I also don't want to say men because I'm trying to point out that you know they're making these decisions that they think are best for them. Yeah, I don't understand why people get upset at recruits choosing schools. Obviously, you want them to play for your school. You're a fan of your school. And obviously, it hurts a little bit more when he's in state and he goes somewhere else. It's a rude way to say it. It He said it in a way that kind of condescends. He's he's saying that, hey, at Wisconsin, there's a limit to how high you can go. In Notre Dame, I think I can go higher. That's fine. If he just said, I want to go to Notre Dame because I want to compete for a championship or I want a chance to compete for a championship – Fine. That's great. You know, you you have an ambition. You think Notre Dame is best for that ambition. You can say that without slighting Wisconsin. But the way in which he said this, I don't want to play for Peaches, which again doesn't make any sense, um, <laughs> is a way in which it, 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 it comes across as condescending to Wisconsin when he doesn't need to be. And that's the only problem I have with it. He doesn't need to be condescending, but he was. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, a shot fire that doesn't work. You go, go. I think like we talk about it when when a program like that and you have the opportunity to do it, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and take that opportunity, you know, do it. There's no need to throw throw shade. I'm sure there's some part of him. Uh, I don't know why I'm making excuses, but as you, well, he did allude to it in the interview. It was like as you're you know going up through through the high school football ranks and everyone obviously being old lineman too is like oh you play for Wisconsin, you play for Wisconsin. So there's something to, to building your own path, taking your own mm-hmm. path. Um, not doing things because people think you should do it, but rather what you want to do. So I think it's funny. Uh, you know, I don't care. I think it's funny how everyone gets riled up about it, <laughs> you know, uh, especially since we do have them on the the um, the schedule in the next couple of years with that rescheduled game up at Lambeau. Uh, some people are like, we're just going to pack this one away for two years from now because we saw how well that worked. But Yeah. I hope I don't remember this in two years. <laughs> Agreed. Like I know I'm in. This is what we're. I don't know. It, it, I guess it's just so easy to get caught up in the emotion of it in like the 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 uh, school pride or something. But it's like I said at the end of the day, if he wants to go to name, go to Notre Dame. He wants to go to name. It's a great place for an offensive lineman. I'd rather he went to Wisconsin, but and if I went to the Notre Dame, I could God imagine. Um, I'd probably want him to go there. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? <laughs> but a bit, again, a bit unnecessary. A little bit unnecessary. 
Because even right. said it was a better chance to win championships, he'd go, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's fair. All right. Playing for the peaches. Anything, any other throw-ins, anything else you got? That's all I got. I can't get over the peaches comment. <laughs> I don't care, though. I don't care. Um, all right. Well, that's all I got uh, for this one, Casey. Uh, besides that, this will be... Oh, yeah. So next time we talk, will be Christmas. Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Merry Christmas to everybody else. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey at ProfBadgerFan. That's it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Well, as always, fellow fans, until next time, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>